Welcome to Ministry IRL. I'm your host, Patrick Weed, and I'm super excited to explore with you what life can be like behind the scenes for those who are in ministry. Let's talk about what ministry is like in real life. This show has allowed me to interview quite a few of my friends, or at least let them come and share about their lives and what it looks like in real life. And as I've been doing that, I've realized that one thing I want to do is make sure to encourage any of the listeners out there that you, I I want you to have the opportunity to ask questions. If you want to ask questions about me and different things I've shared about ministry, if you want to ask questions about people who have been on this show, the different topics that we've gone over, if you have like things that you want to hear more about when it comes to people in ministry and what their lives are like and what they deal with, I want to encourage you guys. We've got a Facebook page for Ministry IRL. Feel free to find that. Leave questions there, comments. I'll do my best to keep up on that and make sure to include those. But I wanted to take the opportunity to share that, mostly because I also think that it's interesting as I reach out to other people. And so I've reached out to one of my friends. His name is Pastor Kirk. And I'm really excited about the opportunity to get him have him on the show here soon. Hopefully, we'll see how it works out. But um, as I ask him questions and everything, I always appreciate when he brings things back to me. And one thing I want to talk about today is the opportunity that I had today to, to go and listen to a webcast that Pastor Kirk um, told me about and, and gave me the uh, information to be able to go listen to. So the name of the, the webcast that I listened to today, uh, I want to make sure that I get this right. It was called COVID-19, The Shape of Missions, a free webinar for kingdom-minded leaders. And I really, really enjoyed it. It was led by a lovely lady named Stephanie Weber. Um, She's a part of City Gospel Movements. Check them out, citygospelmovements.org. Um, I'll see if I can put some links in, in this, um, some places to, to help share some of this information. But she was leading this with a few people, um, a guy named Christopher Kaufman, who's a friend of Pastor Kirk, and that's kind of why how he knew about it. Um, there was a, a few other people, Ruben Alvarado, who's one of the pastors at Imago Day in Portland. So all these people are based out of Portland or in Oregon. I think it's just Portland, actually. Um, uh, let's see, Brooke Nolt Shellman. I'm probably butchering their names. I apologize for that. But she's at Bridgetown Church. She has a really cool title. I forget exactly what it was. I think it was like um, either activist or something pastor. Uh, go check her out. She's She seemed really, really cool. And then one of the ladies that I really appreciated, I'm probably going to talk quite a bit about some of the things that she shared. Her name was Ashley Bell. She's a pastor, at, Cedar, at least based on what's posted on their page. She's a pastor at Cedar, Cedar Mill Church in Portland. And I loved what they had to say about missions. They shared about their own different issues going on during this pandemic. And it just really sparked in me. I I got excited again today, guys. I got excited about missions again. And I love it when that happens. So Kirk, thank you. Pastor Kirk, thank you for turning me on to that webcast today. But I was really inspired. I was inspired by what they talked about. Uh, I, I remember when Ruben first started talking, he talked about how everything's changed for churches. Everything's different and not what they expected. A lot of things that they launched, they've had to stop. And he shared a lot of his own personal just kind of feelings about that, dealing with talking to God about it. And I, I appreciated that vulnerability. Um, I also liked, like I said, about what Ashley said. 
because Ashley, I guess I should say Pastor Ashley, I don't know, Ashley, she talked a lot about basically being missions, missionaries, doing missions now. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Like, it's not just, okay, so I was thinking back to things I've said on this podcast, especially as the pandemic started, where it was like, once we're done and we get back to church, you know, people are going to be coming to church because they they are going to be needing God or realizing that they want God, that they realizing that they want God, and we got to be ready, we got to be ready, you know, be missions-minded, and I went, whoa, I need to stop, because that's thinking about later and what we're going to do later. And who knows when later is going to come right now. Um, it will, but even then it will be different than what we expect. It won't, we won't really be going back to normal. And I was like, I need to be thinking about missions now. And I don't think it's that like I don't do anything. I think that there's places where I still do my best to, as a follower of Jesus, to love and care for people who I am, am out and talking to. I try to be kind to anybody who's serving me at the drive through windows or, you know, just tell them, hey, thanks for still being here and for working. I try to be caring for those who um, either have lost their jobs or struggling with things during this time. Like, I try to be kind, right, and be a good follower of Jesus and share his love with others. But at the same time, I was like, but I'm not necessarily th necessarily thinking about it in a missions way. And I was like, okay, well, how do we how do we even do that? So I was thinking about some things. I was I, I went and I processed some of the things that we are doing, right? Right now, we are being missional. If you're just not just being kind, but if you are calling people and checking in on them, you are being missional. If you are texting people and saying, hey, how are you doing? If you are encouraging, if you've gone out and done some shopping, uh, one of the things that I really appreciated was getting to hear about my current senior pastor, uh, Pastor Steve. Um, he has been going out and doing shopping. I'm not sure if it's for those who can't or if he's just doing it to be kind, but he is going out and shopping for other people. I'm like, that is being missions right now. It's doing what we need to do right now. And so I was thinking, it's not just, and you know, we could go on and on. Uh, there are a lot of good things happening right now. If you aren't watching uh, John Krasinski's Good News, Some Good News, you should check it out. It's, it's pretty amazing. There's a lot of good things happening in the world right now. People who are working hard. Uh, I'm so grateful. Our school, which we are so blessed to be able to walk to, um, are giving out lunches each day. And I, my kids go and get that, and it is a huge blessing to us. But I didn't want to just talk about all of the things that other people are doing. That's not the point. I wanted to talk about what we can do, how to turn our own perspectives around and say, how can we get involved? How can we do missions now? So all those things I've shared, you know, calling, texting, checking out people, doing favors for other people. But let's get out there. I mean, I don't know. Let's mow other people's lawns for free. Let's go you know, see, you know, you don't have to interact with them too much to be able to do that. We got to find ways where we can bless other people, connect with other people, show them the love of God and, and still keep our six feet away. Right. Like that's got to be things we can do. Um, and one of the things that was mentioned that Ashley said that that kind of sparked that thought process, I was um, 
asking about like what's some creative ways that we can still keep people excited about missions and she mentioned you know mail is still being sent you can still send mail and not just you know locally you can still send mail around the world and although i'm more prone to emailing and texting myself i was like you know what that's a great idea that still happens um, I know that I want to try to connect with our the missionaries that I'm involved with and and maybe have them join, you know, just another Zoom call and, and have them talk and share and, and try to use that to encourage people about missions. And so there's different things I've been trying to think of, of how do we how do we keep doing missions now? And as, as you kind of seen, like I started locally, but then I started thinking about our missionaries and being around the world and. And that Zoom call is one where I want to get them to share about what their world looks like right now with how that pandemic has changed them. We've got missionaries around the world that are all experiencing things in very different ways. And I want to kind of come to an end here and share an analogy that was mentioned during this webcast. So I'm totally stealing it from them, but I think it's so important. And, and just kind of as we're talking about missions and doing it now and understanding different people around the world with different situations, this analogy just seemed so perfect to me. And they were talking about it in different ways, not just in missionaries, but also in just your, your local community, people who you know. They talked about how we're all weathering the same storm, but we all are doing it in different boats. And it was just like, wow, that's such a good way of phrasing it. Because you might have a boat where you've got all the technology you need for your kids to be able to do school. And you've got en enough money to pay for the internet that has a good connection to where it you know, doesn't lag or whatever. And you might still have a job. And you might have enough money to get your groceries. And you might have found all the toilet paper you needed the first day you went out shopping, right? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have it good in a sense that they have what they need to survive. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't have what they need. Or a lot of people are facing very difficult times. Same, same world with the same pandemic, but different lack of resources. Uh, we know that a lot of people are losing their jobs. We know that a lot of people are facing difficulties when it comes to having loved ones in the hospital that they can't go be near. We know that people are struggling to make ends meet, that kids are driving them nuts, um, that some people have more patience for kids than others do. I can testify to that. So it's just this realization that as we are here and have the resources, even if you don't have a lot of resources, God is still a resource for you. And having him means you have hope. And, and beyond you remembering to have that hope, you can share that hope with others. And whether it be local, whether it be around the world, the whole point of missions is to share the love of God, to share the good news, the good news that Jesus loves you so much, that God loves you so much, and he wants you to know about that. And so I hope that this has been an encouraging message um, when it comes to missions about not waiting to do them later, not waiting to do missions later, but to do missions now and to find new and creative ways to do that. I know that I was inspired um, trying to figure out how to get people excited about missions without the ability to travel. And who knows when we'll get the ability, ability to travel again uh, is a whole big issue that I'm praying a lot about and 
And if you have ideas, drop them on our Facebook page too, because I'd love to hear that as well. But I hope that this has been encouraging to you. I hope that you've been inspired by some of the things I shared that I was inspired by today. And I just wanted to encourage everyone listening. Let's, let's be the church. We're all struggling. We're all dealing with things in different ways. But let's not let fear dictate our lives. Let's listen to God, be safe, and let's all work on being missionaries now.